And then he said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. I can't catch a break, guys. Yeah. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't, I can't be around those guys. People think, oh well, cleaning your room, that's just a cliche. It's like, yeah, really, eh? Just go ahead and try it. If people had any idea how powerful sleep is for healing from anything, and the fact that it's free. My mind is absolutely bulletproof, solid as a rock. Podcast. And we are live, guys. Welcome back to another Fighting Fit podcast. Today, I have the wonderful Fergal Wilson with me, and we are going to chat about his journey here with us since he started back in Fighting Fit in February 2018. That's right, yeah. Super stuff. Ferg, how's all with you? Good. Good. Great. Hey, glad to be here. Delighted. Delighted. Surprised, but delighted. There you go. Well, um, you shouldn't be too surprised because you won a black t-shirt or won one. Aaron That's one. true, yeah. Yeah, so um, Ferg is one of the very few members who have the coveted black t-shirt. And what did you have to do for that, Ferg? So it was during lockdown and uh, wanted to do something. We had just done the, I think it was a push-up challenge yeah. in May. And uh, I had seen something about burpees, so I thought, I hate burpees. Why don't we do? Why don't I do a challenge in that? So I, I did three thousand burpees in um, in in less than a month. Good man. So yeah, it was tough. How'd you find it? Yeah, I was very tough. Yeah, it was so tough actually that uh, I really knuckled down in the last. I think I did a thousand in four days just to get rid of them, just to get shot of them because it was so <laughs> tough. Yeah, well, one of the reasons, uh, like, if you had said that to me before we had done hundred push-ups. I probably wouldn't have said, I would probably would have said, ah, well, maybe, you know, we'll do something else. But there's something about the monotony of doing it every day. It's where, it's where you have to show up and do it every oh, yeah. day. It's but, mental. Yeah. It's, it's especially burpees. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's I, was, I was thinking the push-ups. I was like, jeez, that was tough enough. And, you know, with some grind and then to be able to do that with burpees. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, how long did it take you to do 100? Ooh. Um, I think it took about... 30 minutes, no, it wouldn't have been 30 minutes. No, it'd be less than that. 15? 15, 15, 15. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, I think it was up in sort of the, the hour mark for doing about 200 or 300, so yeah. Yeah, yeah and you fairly hit a wall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then you're doing a skip and challenge at the minute. Skip and challenge now, yeah. So I suppose, um, you know, the challenges are great because, uh, especially if you pick something that is going to stand to you in the long, in the long run, so... Push-ups, obviously, um, you know, by the end of the 3,000 after a month, your technique is going to be pretty good for it. Yeah. Likewise for the burpees. And I suppose with skipping, I always felt I missed out on a trick with the uh, underdog project yeah, yeah. where it was a lot of skipping, but I never really uh, perfected the technique there. So I thought, well, may as well do, do this. So, again... Went down a rabbit hole one night on online and saw a sixty thousand challenge. So I thought, well, try and do a hundred thousand. Do the maths. I thought, well, that's about you know thirty minutes a, a day. It's just gonna be doable. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. skipping it, like I said, it's one. Of, it's deceptively hard. Uh, but addictive. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very very satisfying to do. Yeah, you know when you get into a good rhythm. Yeah, it's a bit like it's a bit like running, and uh, the only thing at the moment is that's that's putting me off it is the counting. So mm. I need to find a way. I was I was talking to you about maybe timing it and, and doing it like yeah, you know I know I could do about 100, 110 in a minute mm. using time for that. But um, at the moment I'm counting, and the great thing about uh, running and skipping is you can just sort of it's 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 like muscle you memory. Off. You can switch off and then start thinking about other things, mm. which at the moment I'm counting. But we need to yeah, pass that one. Yeah, well, I, we used to have uh, ropes and they counted as well. 
but the ropes were always crap. Right, that was yeah, the thing. Yeah. They always count, and that was the gimmick, but the rope itself was a lot of crap. So maybe there's a good one out there. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's working so far. You have four ropes anyway. Have four ropes, yeah, different weights. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you joined back in 2018, yeah. you stuck around now, what is it, it's over two years, two and a half, Yeah, well, three, three years. Yeah, it'll be three in, in, uh, in February, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, I realised into the second week that, yeah, this was for me. Class, what was it kind of that? Well, the, the first, I think it was the, uh, probably the, the pain from the first week. First week, you think you're going to die. Um, the second week, you, you know you're not going to die, but it's still very tough. Yeah. But you can see your body reacting. Yeah. Um, and then I think when you actually get into it and get into the whole mindset change and behavior change and, and sort of do your own research on it and sort of what the exercises are, and how good they are for you, and, and you know, uh, to be honest, for me, it's about longevity. Um, yeah. uh, that you know, it's it's really a, a really a good a good setup. So um, yeah, yeah, a little, I mean, little mixture of everything. Yeah, yeah, and you need to be happy. So I mean, I'm happy doing it. Um, happy with the results so far. And yeah, you sent me a, a photo there quite recently, actually. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty drastic. Yeah, I was a bit surprised. I got a, one of these reminders or, or anniversaries of a, a night out with some some college friends. Uh, now, it was about, I think it was about three years ago, but um, yeah, I was quite surprised how, how I mean, it was it was pretty big. It was yeah. uh, touching 90 kilos. Okay, what do you know? So I'm, I'm about um, 80, between 80, I'm at, today I'm 81, but uh, I've been down to uh, sort of 77. Cool, so that's only nine kilos of difference. Hmm. That's like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that nine kilos makes such a dra- drastic difference, because... But I mean, it's it's the loss of yeah, it's loss of fat, but it's it's gain of muscle as well. Yeah, exactly. So you're yeah. kind of moving it around as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah, you look fantastic now. Like even compared compared to then, like I mean, like you don't. I suppose back then, like when you look at yourself, you don't even see that you're in bad shape. No, really back it's then. it's such a gradual thing. Yeah, um, and and you know you you know the mouths of babes, the kids saw the picture and said. You look really old there, Dad. God. Oh no way! Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's you know body fat. It's it's such a complicated thing because it just it messes with everything. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like it's it's more than just kind of carrying a few extra pounds. You know, oh. bought and paid for spare spare tire. You know, like it, it really ages it's your body. Lethargic yeah. and yeah, you're no energy and yeah, and you, and you carry yourself with that. Like you probably moved like an old person. You probably you know talk like an old person. Well, probably what would have happened uh, would have been, you know, I take a notion to go for a run, and and you know, nearly sort of the knees would nearly go. Whatever, just that that a bit of extra weight, you just mm. you wouldn't, you know, your 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 brains, you might think you're still a kid, sort of in your twenties. Yeah. But that's not reality, and, yeah. and uh, you kind of take off like you're 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 of a younger age, but but that's not what happens then yeah and you pay the consequences for that yeah and that's it yeah you get one body it's just the thing about like you know if you blow a knee yeah that's that's it like now you've got that knee you know to deal with now forever so yeah like i said longevity and training is really really it's it's so important it's one of something we kind of got into i think i i would take a little bit of responsibility for because i got injured doing this kind of training and I would I would have put myself on the same wavelength of everybody you know kind of just done a bit of gym Mm. you know probably worked hard a few times in my life but you know, so when when things start going, you know, you really start, you know, questioning what's actually happening here. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. Can I actually sustain this? Can I do this forever? And if not, why not? Yeah. And then start fixing it. A lot of ignorance as well, I think, when you're not 
tuned into it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you think you can train your way out of a bad diet. Yeah. Uh, you think, um, you know, you've the metabolism, same metabolism, metabolism you had when you were in your sort of teens or twenties, but sadly not the case. You know, I'm only twenty five. Something I'm starting to realize now. Like, I, well, um, I think like the the counter argument to that would be um, metabolism. Maybe it's just movement. You know, like as you get older, you don't maybe move around as much. Probably, yeah. Because like for me, like I started gain, I gained like 10 pounds as soon as I got a car. Like within six months of me gaining a car, go, yeah. I literally gained, like I stopped cycling to work, stopped cycling home to work, stopped cycling to shops, stopped cycling yeah. to his mom, all this kind of stuff, just all this like little, little, yeah, little things. I suppose it's difficult to separate. Uh, I mean, I suppose I would have always in my, you know, would have been very active. And if, if ever I found when I was younger, weight gaining, I just, I, I'd run it off. Yeah, same. But no, you, you, you gotta do a more, more of a sort of seismic change than that. Exactly, yeah. And that brings on to the next question. What is the biggest change since you made, since joining? Well, uh, physiologically, yeah, there's, there's been a change, but I think mentally, uh, the mindset and behavior change mm -hmm. has been really important. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't sort of, uh, there are a lot of people in fighting fit longer than me, um, you couldn't actually sustain that amount of time as a member here and be happy without having made the change of mindset and sort of understanding going through that sort of journey yeah uh to to sort of enlightenment on uh you know uh, how to train uh, how to look after yourself mm. what are the consequences of lack of sleep all, all of that you know yeah it really is a learning game mm, absolutely yeah so much but it's much like anything else you know what I mean? It's like there's not a whole pile that you can do, you know, that you start off fantastic at it. You kind of have to just troubleshoot. You run into issues, like I said, you feel the consequence. Like that's actually not working, yeah. and it's a skill. You get better at it. Oh yeah. The thing about you know health and fitness is there are so many layers to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's the, like there's the food layer, and then in, within that layer, there's you know what your cooking skills, what your budget, what your taste, what your likes, what your dislikes, and then you've got you know the fitness thing, and then you've got your steps, and you've got yeah. your exercise, and your weights, and you've got your goals and there's just so much to it. Yeah, it's interesting. When I started, um, and as I say, like, into week two, I was like, yeah, this, this is for me. I actually made a point of focusing on the gym piece and not necessarily the food or anything else. And I really took one of the uh, Kickstarters, which I did in, I did in May. Okay. No, end of May. It was the six-week challenge. Yeah. Um, oh, that's this year. No, 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 this is, this is 2018. Actually, that's it. Oh, okay. No, this is 20. So, so what I'm saying is, in the first sort of block of, say, three months. Oh, it would have um, been, was it a diet bet back then? Yeah. yeah it yeah, wasn't yeah. a Kickstarter, it was a diet bet. Sorry, it was diet yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so first three months, I was just in the gym. I wasn't really paying attention to diet. And then uh, I did the, the diet challenge, or whatever it was called back then. Um, and that really sort of focused me on uh, the mindset change. Yeah. And what um, was, in, in particular, like that switched? Uh, I, I, well, it was a, co a competitive aspect of it. Uh, I think there were 16 of us. And actually back then, um, it was a, a kind of a, if you, if you don't, if you don't, if you, if you, um, if you don't win the, or if you don't do your, uh, hit your, target. Hit your target, you forfeit your money and it gets split amongst everybody else. Yeah. Now I don't know what happened that in, for that year. Um, but only four of us won. Um, but four of us are very competitive over it, um, yeah. and and you know we all did the the, um, the uh, I think it was seven seven kilos in six weeks. 
Sam Keenum was six weeks. That's great. That's what's that. just over a stone. Yeah, I think that was it. But um, uh, stand be corrected on that. But it was a significant um, uh, weight loss. And uh, yeah, we. Uh, but in, in in order to do that, you had to understand that okay, you, you you can't do this in the gym. Yeah. You have to then change the diet. Yeah. And then you also have to do the fat burning piece, which is the walking. Yeah. So in doing the walking, I. Uh, listen to the podcasts and that's when I really sort of got started to get into the whole uh, like of Brian Keane Fitness and, and uh, uh, Ross Edgley and, and, and other people like that were reinforcing what you guys were telling yeah. us in the gym and it just sort of clicked and what, what kind of was it remember any any kind of eureka moments that you had or um uh, well I mean in terms of weight loss it's uh, it's calorie deficit yeah it's as simple as that yeah it's you you, you burn more than you take in you're gonna mm -hmm. lose weight yeah, and, and interestingly, in the first, uh, I think the first week, um, or yeah, no, the first week when you when you're of of your your challenge, you're going to lose a lot of weight. It's going to be water, and it's yeah. uh, second week. I thought uh, this is fantastic, and they lost two kilos in in, in in one week. I thought this is going to be easy, and I remember being good Monday to Friday, and then Saturday came and Sunday came, and I probably went. I had a few points on Saturday, yeah. ended up probably taking something on the way home. <laughs> uh, likewise, then I watched a match uh, on Sunday afternoon and then weighed in the next week and I think I went up about a kilo and a half. This is during a challenge? Yeah. Oh, no. So, uh, okay, now I understand. Yeah. This is a seven-day thing. And it's so nice when you have some skin in the game, like that financial incentive that you wouldn't just oh, go, yeah. oh, fuck up. Yeah, yeah. No, there was no way I was, uh, I was uh, whatever, I didn't have it at the day. I could have done without putting it on the table at the time, I remember. Uh, but when I put it on the table, I went, no, I'm, I'm getting that back. Yeah. But actually, four of us completed out of 16, so we actually did pretty well. How much did you win, do you remember? How much uh, you I put in and much I, you win? Well, I, I put in 100, I got um, oh, 300 back. That's unreal. Tri tripled your money. Yeah, yeah. So I bought a Garmin watch. Nice. And uh, the Omron, Omron Wayne Scales. Nice one. So I, I um, invested in invested in yeah I was, I was yeah I mean I think I pocketed the I got my money back and then with the balance I invested deadly so, yeah. Yeah. thank you to everybody else it's yeah good. yeah uh, it was yeah it was it was um, strange that so many didn't do it that, yeah that, because I don't think that's been repeated I think and I think people maybe that that didn't mm. achieve it then have since gone to, to and you'd be surprised I, I think it's it's it's, it's it's such a like. I mean, even just like think of yourself. Like think of, like how long into your life we talked to you before. Like you actually made the change. Mm. Like how many times did you hit that same barrier that maybe you hit before? You know, it's like, like for me, I know I hit it again. I'm still hitting it. You know, I, I think that's the mistake people make. They think it's a straight road to think, oh, it changes one day and then that's a change forever. It, it, it never stops. This is what I'm saying, and it's like I think it's the agreement to that battle, and like we said, just kind of understanding it's 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 a weekly. And even a daily budget that mm. needs managed and some days you're going to overspend and some days you're going to underspend and if the goal is to you know save money then you want to constantly underspend and i feel like some people are just very very poorly disciplined yeah. or just not focused it's not a priority you know what i mean it's kind of a priority but it's not really a priority you know um stephen often says that enough people are you know they're in that middle ground where they're, it's it's bad enough that it's making them unhappy, but it's not so bad that they're willing to change it. Yeah, it's kind of lethargic, nearly. Yeah. You just sort of 
Yeah, oh, fuck it, Ash, what can you do? Oh, a grin and bears. Yeah, this know? is it. Yeah, and like yeah. I said, for you, just having that little bit of a financial incentive, you know, you're in the midst of like a competition. It's just enough to kind of spur you on. Yeah, it was a bit of fun, the, yeah. the, the competition. As I say, I, I definitely didn't want to leave that money on the table. Um, but I, I knew it was a process as well, and I was I was happy to be on the process, yeah. you know, even if there wasn't the money aspect. But uh, I like a challenge. So, yeah, once, once there's a challenge... Uh, game on kind of thing and what, what was your eureka moment kind of made you um, join in the first place like what was your like ah, I need to um, do something here well I, I think I'd uh, I, I mean everyone says it oh I've I joined XYZ gym and I, I, I kind of nearly the, the membership was a crutch but you didn't go it was yeah, just yeah. and you're afraid to cancel the membership or, yeah. or what if I want to go tomorrow kind of thing and uh, I I Joined a company in 2015 um, and based in Dublin and really, it, you know, I, I needed something that I knew evening time that we would work late hours and early starts and kind of thing. And I, uh, my brother Ken actually was, was a member and uh, he, he recommended it. The hit element he knew would be something that I'd like, that sort of intense uh, burst. Yeah. Um, uh, plus the boxing element as well. Um, and then the, the, the flexibility of the hours as well. So they kind of, but really, I suppose I just wanted, I, I reached a point, I suppose mentally, uh, I was reminded of that picture, but I suppose mentally I, I wanted to change. Yeah, you, was, you know, into your 40s, you don't change now and change habits and, and sort of get rid of a spare tire. It's going to be more and more difficult to do that. And did it just kind of gradually build or was there like a day or an event that you were like, oh no, oh, I can't do this or... This is costing me this, sir. Uh, well, half tongue in cheek here, but but being able to lie back on the couch and balance a cup on your chest is uh, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Uh, probably a moment you reach, uh, you decide, okay, maybe this maybe this should have fallen over here and not sort of balanced perfectly. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think uh, I would have been very fit before, and, and I wasn't. I just reached a point where I wasn't happy. With yeah. It. The, the your your physical body didn't didn't match your identity. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, physical, yeah, but it more um, not being able to do things, you know, not being able to run as fast as I used to be able to run would have been more important, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of yeah half serious about the the balance and stuff on on the belly stuff, but um, yeah, just knowing the seeing that dip in in performance, you know, I always. You know, like the idea of being fit enough to catch that bus, sort yeah. of, sort of yeah. thing. Uh, and I realised that I wasn't in that space anymore, so yeah. I had to get back into it. And, and I thought, if I don't do it now, it ain't gonna happen. So all of that sort of conspired to, to yeah. send me in here. Yeah, no, yeah. it's. Uh, I tell you, what, I'm awful grateful to get you to do this job because, like you said, just to be on the other side of that, it's such a, like I said, it's such a fun journey to get to go through with people where. You know, like you said, they're at that point and they're, like, they're ready to change. Yeah. And, and you've all the systems in place. Like, all right, it, let's go. Yeah, yeah. If you follow the program, if you if you sort of do what you're told, half five in the morning, I don't think anyone that arrives at half five in the morning is really fully with it. Yeah. But to be told, okay, do this, do that, do that. I mean, you know, and that's the gym end of things. Then have the advice on, you know, nutrition mindfulness and so on I yeah. think yeah follow the program and it's going to work yeah but even saying that I mean like realistically the podcast that you listen to um, 
they just reminded you. You know, when you got here, we just reminded you. You know, when it's when we're messaging on the app, it just reminded mm. you. You know, it's people don't need new information. All the information's there. You know, how many times growing up we told calorie deficit, calorie deficit, calorie deficit. You know? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I think there's there is a, a, a strong educational requirement. I think when for a lot of people that come in here, I, yeah, know, I certainly I needed it. Um, but what was what was like what was something new or novel that you learned? Maybe that uh, I mean, like. I was at ground zero. I mean, you know, the whole idea of macros and, and what how each each of the three macros, the parts they play in, mm. in, in a balanced diet, but also in performance. Yeah. I think, you know, that's, you know, you're talking ground zero stuff there. Okay, yeah. Oh, I did, I did home ec in school um, and that, like, I kind of knew. Right, okay. I kind of knew a groundwork for that. So that's, that's interesting, maybe, that you just had no protein no idea protein was building blocks from muscle maybe uh, yeah yeah i kind of kind of knew that's that, about but, it well that's about it yeah, yeah, yeah okay and about the the balance and how to balance the carbs uh the, the fats and, and the proteins you know mm. yeah well even now kind of as we kind of move forward like the science is kind of starting to speak of like calorie deficit like i said so calorie deficit fat loss um or or, or just weight loss yeah you know, calorie deficit means um, a, a new kind of idea i'm playing with is a metabolic turnover so every day there's metabolic turnover. It's calories, it's protein, it's vitamin A, vitamin C, all mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. You know, it's all in use every single day, and that's kind of you know, calorie deficit means you know we, we burn more than we than we had essentially. Yeah. So we have to we have to dip into the reserves. Um, you don't have enough protein, we're going to lose muscle. So it's just about essentially number one, making sure you've got enough protein, and then after that, again, kind of you know, the ketogenic diets made made a, a, a big jump forward. You know. So technically, you don't need carbs. So that balance between fats and carbs, it's not as important as you as you might think. You know, but for some people, yeah, it works. For other people, it doesn't. I suppose I suppose you have to be happy. Exactly. And it's about finding a balance. Exactly. For me, food. if somebody told me ketogenic diet was the only way to lose weight, I would never lose weight. Like just, I love carbs. Carbs are what I live for. Yeah. You yeah. know, we we've literally got a teacher on the fighting for us. I do for the carbs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's all about. Carbohydrates, pasta, bread, potatoes, yeah. rice, you know, it's like they're all the good foods, really. Yeah. And then you have your meats. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important you go through the whole calorie counting and the macro counting journey. I think that's very important, but you need to learn from it. I don't think it's sustainable for a very long period of time, but you need to understand, you know, I don't mean to be intuitive, um, yeah. but but know from experience, you yeah. know, certain foods or certain portion sizes, what, what's going to happen. How much if I pour even, you know, double the olive oil mm. I normally have when cooking, that's actually going to have a bit of a difference. Yeah, 100%. And exactly, yeah. I, I, that's probably like one of the favorite things I've heard is exactly that. So you want to get to the, you want to get to the stage where you can, you're just eating normally, you know what yeah. I mean? But like I said, for me, normal was two slices of toast, uh, butter, um, and you know cornflakes or Weetabix with yeah. sugar on top for, for breakfast that was normal you know yeah, what I mean so yeah, it's about yeah. kind of redefining normal yeah. and, uh, based on your goal obviously yeah. and then health taking that into consideration because obviously we want longevity yeah. and then after a while you should be able to just eyeball it you know what I mean that, like that, yeah. would, that would be the overall goal that you could feed yourself without having to have the weighing scales out every single time yeah I mean I think when you get an idea of, of the different foods then it's it's portion control mm. so I, I think Chris had a very good uh, simplified way of looking at it like you know protein is the size of your fist and mm -hmm. you know carbs are the, the, the size of your, your hand and, yeah, and so yeah. on and your thumb for the oils and, and fats and that kind of thing I think you know if, 
you follow that. Now, obviously, you need to keep tracking your weight and, and exactly. understand, you know, yeah. well, it's like, oh, well maybe is this working or is yeah. it not working? Yeah. Or maybe am I fooling myself? Exactly. Yeah. But if it's working... You mean you think your hand's a lot bigger than it is? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah, big. yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, and so you've done plenty of events with us. You've done two weight loss programs. You've done the underdog, the white collar. Yeah. Uh, there seems to be a, a massive correlation between people that get in the podcast and doing the white collar. Well, uh, it's, uh, I mean, that's probably, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard people, you know, what's your biggest memory or yeah. fondest memory and everyone says white collar. But it, it's such a journey for people. Uh, yeah. You go from sort of couched, Figuratively speaking, couch to, to boxing ring, it's yeah. it's it's massive. Yeah, it's it's and it's again, it's just such a wonderful thing for for I know for us like it's so special for us because it's something that that's that's what we did growing up like that, yeah. like that was all we did. It was right. We we show up to the club four or five times a week, go through absolute hell. You do the sparring, you know, you get the shit kicked out of you, the emotional roller coaster. Um, the only bit you guys didn't really have, but you guys had plenty of experience with already, was making the weight. That's kind of something else that you throw into the mix, cutting away and right, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you guys yeah. fortunately didn't have to do that because it's awful. It's just it's the worst part of boxing, really. And yeah. Probably the worst part of fighting, you know, just the dehydration stage. And you know, we should look like an athlete, but past that, cutting the weight. But it, it really does matter. And then yeah. you always get like, you might get somebody who cut way way better than you, and then they're end up way bigger than you, and that's not a nice part. But like that corner, you know, you, us standing in the corner, you know. Prepping it to go for the ring, the adrenaline. The oh, it's amazing! It's 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 crazy experience. It's it's very scary. Yeah, but um, you, it's you know you, it's scary, but you know at the other end you're gonna feel so much better having yeah. having done it. Yeah, know. and win, lose, or draw. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's getting into the ring. Yeah, and and, and fighting like when in your life do you ever literally get to fight? Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a, that's a weird experience. Definitely the feeling. Uh, uh, I think. Chris was in my corner and Chris said, you know, get your gum shield, you're on. Yeah, yeah. And you go, oh, Jesus. Yeah. And then you, you head out and you, you know, there's the music. You hear no, well, I heard nothing. Yeah. I didn't even hear it's the crowd. I was just, okay, get in. But you get into the ring and once you kind of get your gloves on, yeah. <laughs> you go up uh, to the, the, the ref in the middle and he says, uh, 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 you know, fair fight, blah, blah, and go back to your corner and you go back to your corner. And then you, oh Jesus! It's yeah, like, and then you're standing there, and they're standing, you're like, oh, it's happening! Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a mad mad experience, and um, it's it's so funny. Like, like I said, so right there, you're in like you're in Fergal mode. You're in normal real world, mm. going to the office mode, and then once that bell hits, mm. and you just kind of you square up, then it becomes like chess. Then it's like pam pam tit for tat. And I remember for like with you, you were the big one of the biggest shocks for that white collar that we seen. You know, because you had such a drastic change from the kind of fighter you were when you were sparring. Yeah. And then once the pressure came on, you know, you became this different animal. Well, to be honest, what I, I my view of what happened for me was uh, about four weeks out from the fight, I damaged my shoulder, mm. rotator cuff. Um, and I, I felt very uneasy about fighting. But the closer we got to it, I thought I could shrug it off, but mm. it, it, it turned out it was a, it was a rotator cuff injury. And I was very anxious about the fight. And I remember I wanted to pull out, but I got to a point where I can't pull out. Yeah. Because A, I'm going to regret it. And B, you know, somebody else is going to be, you know, not, to, not to experience the fight. So I just, uh, I knew uh, it, was, it was fight or flight, really, is what happened. Yeah. So I was, I was kind of minding it, 
in the sparring. Yeah. And then when we got to the actual fight, I was like, well, look. You probably didn't even notice that. Well, no, I didn't really actually. Yeah, but I, I knew it is going to hurt afterwards, but at least it's over. Yeah. And, and, you know, better blow it during the fight than blow it before the fight. Yeah. So I was kind of minding it a bit. Yeah, but um, that, honestly, that was that was a... You're, you're but I, 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 in doing that, actually, I, I, I sort of developed this double jab. Okay. Which I think really worked. Yeah, you had to double down on, on the other arm. Yeah. Or was it the same arm? No, no, it was, the, it was my... Uh, my, my right arm, so I'm left-handed, so, okay. so I was jabbing, but I couldn't do any hooks. Okay, oh, okay, yeah, okay. So uh, I could, all I could do is jab. Yeah. And, uh, but, but double jab. So and you got quite snappy with it. And got quite snappy with it. Yeah, I think the same thing happened to me, um, was I injured my right arm, and Jim just went to town, Jim, my, my boxing coach, on my left arm, and I remember, like, literally from that one session, I was like, all right, yeah. now I've got, you know, I've got something here now. Yeah, no, it's 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 a mad experience, and then to get your hand raised at the end is even better. Yeah, well, look, I mean that that's by the by, really, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's such a a big thing to get into the ring if you're if you're not a natural fighter, like. And you've never done any kind of fighting, or. No, it's three brothers and a bit of that, but <laughs> yeah, I mean nothing, nothing. I'm sure it helps. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, no, nothing, nothing other than that. Yeah, well, but I think the funny the 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 learning the big learning for me during the boxing was. Um, not to listen to the the voice mm. that says you know the brain the whole self-preservation thing of yeah i think we've done enough here i'm feeling a bit tired uh, you know let's stop here yeah but when you're when you're up against um some of the lads and and you know you do rounds and rounds of of training sparring you know if you drop your hands and you listen to your brain mm-hmm. stop let's get out of here you, you could get hurt yeah but so you, you have to push yourself that bit further and i think uh, once you learn that, you go okay. Well, you know now I'm gonna not listen all the time when I'm, yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, it really does unlock a new level of yeah. intensity from you because you're like, what well, I thought the end was before. I now have evidence that that's not the end. What is it the Marines say when you think you've hit the wall? So you're only at forty percent or it. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's it's a little bit more difficult with boxing because like it's one of the reasons. One of the things I love about running is you know you can just kind of go indefinitely, whereas if you like you say let's like let's say you know you think you're done you're only at 40 percent well that's fine but you know you're not thrown as efficient you're fatigued you know if, like if we, if we take let's say you know conor mcgregor like you know fantastic athlete you know really 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 fit yeah. and you take him into a boxing ring and and it's a different kind of fitness you know obviously it's a different system than, sure. they, than they use and they got under the seven eight round and despite the fact that conor mcgregor's got a great mindset by the fact he's super fit you could see him falling around the ring yeah. because the fatigue just gone. And yeah. once you get to that stage, that's when it starts to become very, very dangerous. Because especially if the other person's fit, like now it, it becomes an absolute war if the twoies are at that stage because yeah. the bodies recognize that the other one's dead. So you're like laying on top of each other or you'll swing from the hip. Yeah. And But once you get to that stage, like I said, where you, you start, you start if, if fading, um, well then it becomes a different it, it's a different ball game you really have to recover and you know you take a big deep breath you get five seconds worth of recovery you have maybe one second of a burst left in you and you're kind yeah. of playing this kind of economic oh I have to save a little bit because I know he's going to push hard yeah, another yeah, little yeah. bit and it becomes very but that little game there that you're playing with yourself like that on that unlocks a new level of intensity oh, yeah. for you and not only that it forces you because you're only the other option you have is to you know there's no real tap out of boxing. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you, if they just have to run, but it's yeah. like it literally because there's somebody pressing you. It's like you would 
you're not pushing yourself, it's like they're pushing you. Yeah. The crowd's pushing you, your coach is pushing you, and it pushes you so far past where you normally go yeah, yeah. that it turns you into something else. Like, it's, it's, like I normally noticed that when I used to kind of do running against people who are faster than me, when we get to that place where, you know, that 40% rule for toxic, it's like, yeah. I know I, I, could, I will literally die before I slow down, whereas I know you're just kind of, you're just kind of getting tired. Yeah, you know, yeah. So I'll I will look grey in the face, and you'll still look comfortable. But if you went to the place I went, you'd beat me by miles. But you're not willing to go to that place. Yeah, and yeah. that's such a useful kind of tool to have in your in, in your in your arsenal. Mm. No, definitely, yeah, 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 hundred percent. Um, cool. Let me see what else we got. So yeah, so you did your your three thousand burpees. You got your black t-shirt. You, you're doing your hundred k run in July. What was that? The hundred k in July. That was uh, yeah. That was just something I did. Yeah. Just another. Yeah. Just another challenge. It was really. Um, I suppose I I, I I injured my knee uh, in March, and when we went into lockdown and doing the Zoom classes, they just weren't working for me because mm. I was, was kind of injured. And um, so that got me into the, the push up challenge and, and the different challenges. So you know, it was just something else to do. Yeah, and so, you're big into running. If you you've ran all your life, you mentioned running. Yeah, I times. mean, as a, I, I definitely as a as a sort of after, you know, playing soccer, minor, underage, whatever. You're you're sort of you do the run around the pitches and you're running playing football anyway. Uh, when that stopped, I took up running as a as a way of keeping fit in between sort of the the astroturf and whatever. Played a bit of college football. Um, yeah, so I always kind of ran. Um, and was okay at it. Um, I think what what uh, what was great about fighting fit was the um, the sort of general uh, what's it called general physical preparedness you get from doing a lot of the hit training. Your your cardio is much better, so mm. it made taking up the running again much easier. Yeah, you're already conditioned before yeah. you start running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. always a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yes. like what is it they they used to say? I know I was a I was a devil for for condemning football. Yeah, so I just believe things. Oh, it's just so so full of injuries. Every yeah, every time yeah, people yeah. step on the football pitch to get an injury, but then I hear a great quote and I was like, oh, okay, well with that philosophy, you know, maybe football's not a bad idea. It's like people play football to get fit, and really you should get fit to play football. Yeah, you know what I mean. Football is you know I think it because it's so ingrained in our culture, we think it's so normal. But, you know, it's such a dynamic, explosive, multi-directional yeah. sport, and then you've got contact in there. Even though you know it's like semi-contact, not full contact. Yeah. But you know, it's it's such a such a deadly sport that you really want to be conditioned before it. And I think, like I said, running is the same. Running people just think, you know, I should be able to get up, and even though you just sat for you know eight, ten hours yeah. a day, you know, you don't do any stretching, any mobility. You know, you're not physically fit, but you're just going to get up and drag toes, your body laces. across the road. Yeah. What is that? Touch your toes and then exactly, yeah. And, you know, tire laces and off yeah. you go. Yeah. And then yeah. you get people blown at knees, bad back, bad hip, bad. Um, yeah. Just injuries coming up because again, we're not fit to do it. And like yeah. I said, it's when you come in here and you know you've got a team of coaches and you know we're pretty much picking you apart at every corner. Yeah. You know, improve your posture, improve your range of motion, improve your cardio, improve your conditioning. That then you take that out the road and you're like, oh, this is a different ball game. Yeah, I, I think when you when you start looking into it and the different exercises that we're doing, and um, everything is covered. Like you've got the explosive exercise. Like I hate kettlebell swings. I, I hate them, yeah. but I know how good they are for you. Yeah. And and why why we do them. So I do them. But yeah, all, all of the all of the exercises have been very well 
um, selected. Yeah, that's Chris. Yeah, that's Coach Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like Kudos I said, yeah, that. it's kind of, it's kind of like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird kind of style that we do. It's kind of like, it's like a mixture between CrossFit and you know boxing and cardio and bodybuilding. You know, it's a little bit of everything yeah, yeah. because. You know, we, everybody's got different goals, but you know, everybody's also got different holds. So I know for just for toxic, just even you saying that, I noticed with my own trainers, like you know, you only you kind of gravitate towards the stuff that you like. Of course. You yeah. know, like if you were went to a gym with chef, probably never do something. Never do. Yeah. No, I wouldn't go near a kettlebell. Yeah, it's 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 nice though to be forced to kind of you know work into your weaknesses. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the great thing when you turn up and and it's it's all mapped out for you. Mm. I mean, I think if if you actually sit sat now, maybe people do. Well, I don't really. Um, sat down and go. I have to do this now, do I? Oh Jesus! You know, yeah. you 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 think twice about it. Yeah, just I, turn up. This is what you do. Hundred percent. I never check at work before I come in. Never. I know people do, and I know people literally always come in and go. Oh, it looks it looks really hard. It's like it always looks hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like you're comparing it to just waking up out of your bed. But that, that's the other thing I learned as well is is how to approach this life is is take things in bite sizes. Yeah. So, you know, were you to just look at the actual, the full lineup of the, of the class, it's like, oh, Jesus. But if you just go, okay, I'm doing this now, and now I'm doing that, and before you know it, it's done. Yeah, and it's sort of thing kind of just like, a, like the, the, the fight, you know, it's like the momentum and, you know, it's like once you step into the ring, you know, you're forced to do the rest. You know, the pressurized the, the, the situation you're in makes you do it. And once you get into the workout, once you show up, it's like, it's, it's not really up to you anymore, you know. Hey, the, the class is getting guided, you're going to get guided through it, and you're, yeah. you're going to get kind of pushed through you're it. On, so, you're on a conveyor belt now. Exactly, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that, that helps because, yeah. you know, if you had to get in there, it was up to you, you take longer breaks, you didn't push as hard. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that was my issue with the, with the normal gym, you know. Uh, you, 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 and again, I've heard it before, people have mentioned, oh, you're handed a card, and it's yeah. okay you know, to do this now, right? Okay, oh, there's someone on that machine. Oh, well, I'll come back to that. Yeah. And before you know it, you just I'll go on the treadmill for forty minutes. And yeah. Go home. Yeah, I know. And I, I think I think the gym, like I know Chris's big success, um, um, and he goes to the gym just kind of get extra work done. And um, you know, he's an awful lot of success because he go, he knows what to do. Yeah. You know, if you don't know what to how to like, and and that's the guy who writes the programs for here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so if you don't know how to write a program for yourself, and you or you don't have any clue, you know what exercises are for what, or what muscles need targeted. Yeah. And how they relate uh, relate to your goal, and then like I said, it's like, and if you don't have anybody guiding you, you know, we like we believe in coaching here so much because, like I said, it's like people are at their best when they're being coached. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can make a good athlete even better. By coaching them, you know, if you leave them on their own and just kind of go and do their own thing, whereas if you know somebody, kind of, all right, and even even like for myself, like it's always nice to have somebody that's not you pick you apart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To give you that outside perspective, because we're also kind of, you know, you're, you can you can only see yourself from your own perspective, and when other people kind of look at you, it's always nice, especially if they're professional, they know what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of give you advice and feedback, and you know, your blind spot. Everybody's got a blind spot. Oh yeah, I mean, and it's it's can be serious because you can seriously damage yourself. Hundred percent. You know, if you get it wrong, if you if you sort of you know there's some heavy weights over there, if you if you and, and we all should be pushing ourselves. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's it's a fine line, isn't it? Yeah, um, but I mean, if you don't have the technique down, like my knee, for example, is I wouldn't be comfortable running on it. Mm. Uh, yeah, we do a lot of squats here. And it actually works in my favor because if I do a squat wrong, it lets you know. It lets me know. It yeah, lets me know. Whereas if you, you do a squat right, it's it's all in the quads. And yeah. You don't you don't 
I can still do it, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's actually, it's a great point. And it's something, it's exactly how I learned, um, well, paired with studying a book, um, The Supple Leopard, mm. um, was exactly that. It's like, if you feel pain, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You know, we shouldn't be in pain. And if, if you're in pain, you know, check your technique or then you check your mechanics. Well, I heard a, a good expression, hurting isn't harming. Hurting, hurting, hurting isn't harming. Yeah, you can okay. hurt, yeah, but don't, don't harm yourself. And, yeah. and that's maybe going back to the, the, the weights. I think everyone should push for yeah. heavier um, and not be afraid of that. And, mm. and you know, you, you, you reach failure, but that's fine. Mm. Um, but don't overdo it where you actually, you know, they drop on your head or something. Yeah, or you, or you feel a sharp pain. Like yeah, something, yeah. Uh, such a brilliant idea in that book was, you know, your body's speaking to you all the time. You know, your, your, your body is fluent in Fergal, but Fergal is not fluent in your body. Mm. You know, like, like you might not have yet, like it took, it took a real loud signal before you realized, all right, actually that's not right. And mm. even probably that signal might not have been loud enough and you might have still pushed on past it. Even though your body was giving you, its, its language is electrical signals and mm. it was sending you the impulse upstream in your brain, hey, that hurts. Don't do that again. You're like, no, no, keep pushing, baby. More yeah, reps, yeah. more steel. Keep going, pumping iron. And like I said, we 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 learn, or we we we've never learned to tune into our bodies, kind of form a communication, and then we end up doing ourselves harm because we kind of tune it out. It's kind yeah. of just like the skipping. You know, it's like eventually you just kind of go into autopilot with it. Yeah. And like I said, when you're dealing with big heavyweights, it's not a good idea. Mm. Um, and then, like I said, like even still, more ignorance. Like I studied. A gym instructor, circuit training, and PT, and my my college instructor Macari, like he was a genius. Like he's getting his doctorate in physiotherapy or in kinesiology, so just movement. Okay. And um, you know he taught us everything, but there's not the time. Like I had to literally sit and read a book like really broad mm. before. I, and, and every week I'd come down with a new concept, a new idea, and I'd talk trial and practice and experience before it all kind of clicked. So even though like he taught us all the proper mechanics, you know, it takes an awful lot before it actually starts making sense. You start putting it all together and, you know, common knowledge isn't always correct knowledge. So just because, you know, your feet are straight, your knees are straight, your shoulders are back, you know, doesn't mean that you're doing it right. Yeah, even yeah. still, it's so much deeper than that. There's so many layers to it and it can get so complicated and... You know, if you do it wrong, you get injured. So the consequence is so high. And, you know, how many people do you know that exercise that are injured as well? You know, where, where that's not normal. You know, mm. It's not supposed to be the case. Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, it's very complicated. It is. It, is. it should to, be. Well, this is it, yeah. The human being's complicated. To lose. Bit of kit. Get it wrong. Yeah, true. 100%. Yeah. And then, like I said, then you get injured and you kind of have to nurse that forever. Yeah. Yeah, but I think regarding injury, I think it's very important not to stop. That was one of the things... Uh, that I learned with, um, you know, I think for everyone, when they go on their first holiday after joining and they stop for a <laughs> week and a half, it's just not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. That's, it's not, it's not that, you know, we're zealots and you should exercise in your holidays. It's that if you don't, when you come back, it's, just it's keep, not worth at it. At least keep yourself ticking over yeah. because you come back and it's just like starting from, from the beginning again. It's awful. But I, I you, you know, Injuries are inevitable, but I think what's great is being able to say, come to you and say, yeah, my shoulder's not great. Mm. I know I'm going to need them for three or four of these exercises, and you say, okay, no, do this X, Y, Z instead. Mm. So you can keep training, but just you know, rest. Work around it. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, like I said, there's for every two things you can't do, there's always ten things you can do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I said, the, the big thing is, 
as you said at the very start, you know, it's longevity. Yeah. You know, it's like if you don't plan to exercise and eat for life, it's like really, you're wasting your time. Because it doesn't, it doesn't stop. It's, it's, it's like you stop for a week, it goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if we know you can't even take a holiday, yeah. you certainly can't take a month. Yeah. You know, you can't take, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if no. you take a year, like I don't know where I would be if I, like right now, just stop for a year. Like it's, it's, it doesn't Bad be fair, where, fair thinking about it. It's yeah. literally terrifying. And again, take the experience of doing it and then suffering it and then you're like, all right, okay, not again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like that, you, you have to squat wrong for your eggs. All right, I shouldn't yeah. squat wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. 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 Um, so how, how would you describe your, your transformation since you started, just kind of in your own words? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's uh, physiologically, yeah. Um, mentally, absolutely. Um, mindset change, definitely. Behaviors, absolutely, yeah been the biggest biggest transformation has been mindset because it, you know it, it is it is a long a long game mm. you know i think you realize you got to keep doing something use it or lose it mm. um and uh yeah that that's been the biggest sort of transformation for me yeah mindset is really everything because yeah. at the end of the day it's you in your mind that's pulling all the strings yeah and you need to be happy you know and if your mind isn't right uh, if you don't understand what you're doing and why you're doing it you probably will go get unhappy over it and, and sort of if you don't see the bigger picture, you know, all, you need to get all these things right. Yeah, it's yeah. the little things, isn't it really? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's like David Goggin says, it's all about having the answers to the simple questions. Like, you know, why why am I doing this? Yeah. Why is it, why is such a simple question? It's literally one word, you know, it's like, but if you don't have the answer to why, it's like, you know, are my knees injured, my shoulders injured, why should I keep training? Mm. You know, which is, which, you know, it's a very valid question. Um, but it's not until you get to the point where it actually starts to hurt and you actually start suffering that when you ask why, you know, it, it, the, the answer isn't actually as clear as you might think. You know what I mean? Like unless you have a pre-framed, almost scripted answer, you know, it's like mm-hmm. in the moment, it's not going to seem like anything's worth this. Like I remember when, when, when Mason was born, like what an ordeal. Like that was like one of the most intense experiences I've ever been through in my entire life. And I literally remember just thinking like, like what was all that for? And I was holding Mason and I was just thinking like, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'd only, I'd only met him. So it's kind of like, you know, is it worth it? You know, is it even worth all that suffering? I don't think anything's worth it. And then- Well, you never stop asking that question by the way, but anyway. Oh really? <laughs> and then like, then like a day later, it was like, all right, okay. Maybe even an hour later, it's like, if anything's worth it, Oh, yeah. It's this, but if you didn't get that, you know nothing's worth it. You know what I mean? And it was even in that moment when you had him, and you're in the midst of all that suffering. It's like, you know, why would you do that to yourself? You know what I mean? And why would you give up chocolate? Why would you give up donuts? Why would you go out for a walk? You know, at six a.m. or six p.m. You've done, had a long day. Why would you make the sacrifices? You know, why would you spend the extra money? You know, why would you spend the extra time? So if you don't know why, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. you're not. It's, it's 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 the 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 gravity of the pain would just be too much, and that's when most people just quit. And then once all that pain subsides, and they've lost all the momentum, and then they're back to the start, and it's that vicious cycle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly, if anyone was joining, I'd I'd recommend you, you sort of don't just see it as a, a boot camp. I know it's not. We're not. You're not sort of pitching it as a boot camp anymore. We're not. Cla- we're not classes. I recommend. No. We're workouts. Exactly. Um, but uh, understand the process, buy into it, 
do your own kind of go on your own journey for learning about it and, and, and understanding it and understanding what you're doing yeah that, and that, that was exactly my, my next question is exactly that it's like if you're in that situation where you were it's like what are you supposed to do it's like you just have to as you said take it one bite at a time yeah but it's about sitting down and finishing the meal mm. you know what I mean and realistically you know it's a, it's a buffet there's no end to it you know mm. what I mean we, we are gonna it's, you know nobody's the finished product you know what I mean so it's it's just how good do you want to get and most people kind of settle for a very small standard of oh shall I just lose five pounds and it's like mm. okay and then what oh well then I'm down five pounds all right cool what happens then when you stop and you gain five pounds back again oh no I lose those five pounds it's like all right okay that's not a very empowering lifestyle really yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you're going to keep battling with just this five pounds when really you know you're capable of you know if if it was something you wanted to do you know running 5k you know running 10k running a marathon deadlifting 100 kg you know having a six-pack having biceps mm. you know fitting into the dress that you always wanted for i know you're mad for fitting in the dresses only on weekends yeah. <laughs> yeah like i mean like it's 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 a, it's i think i think like people tend to i don't know almost like disregard people who are into health and fitness it's just you know like almost like vanity mm. you know but like you said it's so much more than vanity yeah, but there's a lot of that going around, obviously, and, and you know, the kind of Instagram culture, uh, which is, the, you know, obviously a lot of negatives there. But, um, yeah, I mean, people have their own reasons for doing it. Um, for me, it's, it's, a, it's a, a, a sort of functional aesthetic as, as opposed to a, uh, oh, I have to look good on a beach. Mm. Now, chances are you're going to look better if you follow the program and you sort of look after yourself and so on and so forth. But mm -hmm. it's not the main reason for doing it. Mm. Uh, you, don't, you don't think that, like... For me, personally, everyone's different, you see. Yeah, but it's like, if that was your focus, you don't think it'd give you the, the drive? No, uh, no. For me, it would be seeing progress yeah. in here. Uh, well, what is, what is, like, yeah, what is your, your motivating factor? Um, well, well, so a bit of, bit of research I've done on it myself I think um, the importance of you know the importance of uh, pushing the reps the importance of pushing the weights it's not about bulking up it's mm -hmm. about how your nervous system reacts to 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 progress and to failure and to sort of you know uh, uh, stressing the body um, you know that that's sort of what drives me because I know it's it's good for me in the long run so you're 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 very focused on kind of the end pictures, like you know when I'm sixty, when I'm seventy. Yeah, yeah, it's longevity. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Where think, where would you like to be when you're sixty? Like, what's what? What do you think you're capable of doing? Or? Well, I mean, you know, uh, if 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 you look after yourself and, and maintain a certain level of fitness, I mean, you know, um, who knows? Do you think you could do? Think you could do thirty push-ups when you're sixty? Why not? Yeah. So it's something I'd like to be able to do. Yeah. I'd like to be able to run five k when I'm seventy. You know, I'd like to. I, I wonder. I wonder what the line is that it all starts. Like you really need to. I don't know. Like do you ever need to start moving? Like what? What? Like I don't think. I think. I think the next generation of like, in twenty years, those eight year olds are going to be very interesting. Yeah. You know, like I think. I think you know when you were sixty or seventy. You know, maybe fifty years ago, like that was. Like, you know, things are starting to go very downhill. Well, everything's evolving, you know, yep. and, and I mean, knowledge is power and people are learning more about the body and, and, and about sort of different uh, fitness regimes and routines and things that, that will help prolong. Um, but I mean, you know, if you look after yourself and you, you know, um, 
you, you sort of you, you maintain a certain level of protein and, and even I believe creatine is very good mm. uh, for people in their up, over 40s um, you know different things like that you sort of adapt based on your age to prolong your life I think it's yeah. absolutely doable yeah. yeah so like I said it's just about doing as much as you possibly can and I suppose like there is going to come a stage I suppose once you're over, getting over the hill like sort of reading that's the expression you know things kind of start you know deteriorating you know like stuff like testosterone and yeah you know, you're, you're, you're adapt. exactly yeah so it's like maybe you're not going to be at your peak but you could be your peak for 60 and you could be your peak for 50 mm. and that doesn't like that's a very empowering thing to think that like you know you don't have to be that person like i know something i'm terrified i literally think about all the time is like tripping when i'm older and like literally crashing and breaking something yeah. and having left immobile because I, I literally i got injured like same as yourself i had a rotator cuff injury and i couldn't couldn't i couldn't get up into the press to get something because i couldn't lift my arm high enough you know what yeah. i mean and that was scary like i felt like one of the reasons anybody to kind of come to the gym will know I am big into movement. You know, I'm big yeah. into kind of mobility and functional movement and actually feeling good when you're moving and things have been comfortable and all this kind of stuff. Because when you're like, it's not until you get injured that you learn. Oh right? yeah, you learn. You're, you're looking down the barrel of the yeah. future if you take the wrong path. It's very you, scary. You know, I I firmly believe you're, you're sort of your your health. Uh, and your fitness is a gift and mm. if, if you know you're lucky enough not to have any ailments or any sort of you know disabilities or whatever it's 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 a, a crime nearly not to utilize it utilize it to, to to the max yeah within sort of you know healthy sort of boundaries of course yeah. <laughs> every once in a while maybe pushing those boundaries yeah. out a little bit that's what it's there for like i said i always feel like you know most days I probably train like 60-70%, I come in and I feel, you know, like a 6 or a 7 out of 10, some days I come in and feel like a 3, you know, but every once in a while you come in and you feel like a 10, mm. and that's what makes it all worthwhile, you know, when you just, you, you double the weights and you double the reps and yeah. you can't walk straight down for about 3 or 4 days after, but you feel amazing, you know yeah, what I mean, and yeah. I think an awful lot, what happens is people show up, maybe on their first day or, you know, maybe 4 months in and they get this awful day, you know, just get the day where they feel like a 3, you know, like feel so awful mm. and I think oh I'm not making any progress and that's disheartening it's like that's just part of it you know what I mean I'm sure the best yeah funny I found um, I found I think it's important when people start is are you a morning person or are you an evening person and to to, uh, to play around with the times mm. um, now I'm I wouldn't class myself as a morning person and I'd say anyone who, who uh, shares the 5.30 slot with me would, would sort of agree I'd probably be quite quiet half asleep when I come in but it, it works for me uh, whereas I remember I, 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 in the beginning I did a few evening classes and I just was too tired for whatever reason it just wasn't working for me so I think play around with the, the times I think would be good, good, advice. good advice to people who've just started anyway to, to think of yeah 100% um, I definitely feel the same I'm definitely not a morning person like if I was to if on my day off let's say if someone was to wake me up early and ask me to do something, I'm like, no, I can't. But if I was to work out, like before nine a.m. is optimal for me. Like yeah. I just, like I just feel like that's when I'm at my best. I just yeah. feel like I can perform the best then because you're only awake. Whereas I, re I'd be one of these people to really feel the fatigue of the day. You know, oh, it's just not arsed. You know, yeah. it's legs tired. Oh, you know, just kind of think mentally. You've you've got over the hump. You're like, all right, the day must be wrapping up now. And yet, no, apparently, you still have the most vigorous part of your day to come it's like yeah. that can be a little bit disheartening well, i think as well the morning thing uh is is the you know 
if you if you're not a morning person, that's probably where you should get up because you need to push yourself. Yeah, and, that's and, good. Good way to look at it as well. Uh, maybe you should go to evening classes for that maybe, same reason. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll flip it now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I actually, well, I say I'm not a morning person. Once I I get home, that sort of couple of hours before start work is fantastic because yeah. I, can, I can get stuff done. I can think about what I want to do for the day. Um, even walk walk the dog generally. Actually, yeah, plenty plenty of books and 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 and. You know, famous people and great thinkers kind of always say that, you know, it's like own the morning. Yeah. You know, create that little bit of time for yourself. You know, the last thing you want to do is be in the work for nine, getting up at half eight. You're already chasing your tail. Yeah. Whereas the the best advice seems to be, you know, get up at like six, yeah. meditate, have a cup of coffee, you know, go for a walk, do your hobby, do whatever it is, and then start into that same process. But you've already kind of, you're, you know, you're awake. You've got some work done then. You've got yeah. Some good yeah. Momentum. And I think for a lot of people, your, your day is no longer your own mm. after nine o'clock somebody else's 100 percent. i know people pulling out of you and then what that leads to it leads to an attitude for me anyway of like oh well i deserve a treat because i didn't get anything you know like i didn't get anything out of this day mm. you know whereas if you get up at six it's like oh now you've got three hours to yourself you know it's like watch that tv show you wanted to watch yeah go for that run do that hobby that you wanted to do um, and that way at least you're getting getting something out of the day that's your own yeah mm. that's, it's a really good point um, for that's pretty much. Just do you have any kind of just off that? You know, you mentioned you listen to some podcasts. Do you have any kind of podcasts or books or anything? Uh, well, I found I found uh, Brian Keane very very good. Okay. Um, Brian Keane Fitness is very good. Um, Audio books. Uh, everyone's mentioned Goggins, but yeah, I I, I, I was listening to Goggins. Um, other than that, uh, not really. I've I've I find um, I found I found. Podcasts and uh, audiobooks had a, a, a great a time and a place for me. Okay. I'm finding it a bit more difficult now to sort of tune into audiobooks. Okay. But um, yeah, certainly, uh, certainly the uh, the for me for the first uh, weight weight loss challenge um, diet bet the uh, Brian Keen thing was very good for just giving good grounding. Yeah, I feel like um, what is it? You know, once 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 you feel like you know enough. You know, it's time to start stop listening you know it's like let's just start doing now you know what I mean? yeah. like you're listening to the same because again it's all the same concepts and principles all yeah, over it's again it's quite cyclical you do yeah. if you listen long enough yeah. uh, you do start hearing it a few times exactly yeah, yeah. So. that's one thing i know certainly like in, in the kind of you know the, the self-improvement thing you know it's like you, you hear one message from one person and then you hear echoes of it or a different approach yeah coming through in a completely different way but from another person it's the same principle it's like yeah. you know it's a, a, some stage in your life it's time to stop reading books and start writing books yeah that's true you know yeah. um, so it's like you know what time let's act you know let's do it let's put it into work and you're clearly putting it into work and you've got your black t-shirt what's what's next now after the skipping um i don't know i'll see how my knee is i might i might do uh get back into the running okay um but I, I think skipping is, um, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll do this, but I, I see it as being part of the sort of the weekly, the thing now, because it's so, it's addictive. The skipping. Talking about earlier on, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's addictive. Once I stop counting, yeah, that's, that's, that's the next thing is not, not happen. just do it for 20 minutes. Don't worry about how many you skip, um, but factor that into the sort of daily routine. Yeah, it's definitely easier on the joints than running. Okay, that's a, that's a great way of looking at it. So you maybe think running is not an option now until the knee gets better. For now, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of swelling in my right knee. Um, I'm kind of not resting it enough to for the swelling to go down. And I know if I go running, it'll just make it worse. But, mm. you know, I'll pick a time when I can sort of 
get that sorted and then then get back into the running. Yeah, cool. Like I said, rest rest is best. Yeah. Rest is best. Sometimes you don't need a red line. Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's us. We'll wrap it up. Uh, Fergal, do you want to leave the guys with anything? You said it all. I said, well, I said it a few times. Uh, mindset change is really important. Uh, buy into the program. Um, you know, there's a great, uh, great culture here. Um, great level of expertise in terms of uh, nutrition, movement, um, and, and, and sort of the whole physiology. Um, so, yeah. Um, Highly recommend it. Recommend joining, guys. So do it now. Contact us on fightingfitirl at gmail.com. You can get me on Instagram, FF Movement Coach. You can get the main Instagram, fighting double underscore fit. For any social media you want guys to follow? Ah, uh, for me? Yeah. No, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Leave it alone, guys. Comment <laughs> below. Let her know what you thought of it, guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that alert button, guys. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace.